the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast as I pray. It's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I really hope is being a blessing to you. That's called recovery and restoration. Something that our Father God wants to do for every child of God, including me and you. He's a good, good father. A good, good father who does wonderful things for his children including bringing restoration and recovery of everything that rightfully belongs to his children. That's the kind of God that we've got. The kind of God who not only saved us from hell's fire, but restoring everything that the devil has stolen from us is also his desire. At least that's what his word says. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible, I invite you to join the Joel chapter 2. We're going to read the foundational text. We'll do a brief review. Then we'll move forward into the day stuff, which I'm telling you is going to bless you. If you got any to hear what the Lord was going to say to you. Joel chapter 2, we begin reading in verse 21. It reads, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit. The fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. The years that the locusts have eaten. You already know that includes everything that goes on in those years, too. Praise God. That's the years and the things that he stole for you during them years, too. Not only is he going to bring back what's mine, he's going to bring back the time. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Get ready for a restoration of time. Could you imagine if your age backed up about 10 years? Could you imagine, could you imagine if your age backed up about 20 years? Praise God. As we looked at your face, people would be saying, did you have a facelift? You'd be like, no, I got re- I got restoration, praise God. Y'all laughing. And I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am the Lord, and ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. And that I am the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. Of course, we the people that are going to never be ashamed. 
Of course, he's already promised that in relationship to the fact that if we live our life in faith, then those who believe in God will not be ashamed. Praise God. Is anybody hearing the Lord? Praise God. Amen. There's a recovery and a restoration coming our way. Amen. I said, amen. I said, amen. Praise God. I said, amen. There's a recovery and a restoration. Amen. It's, amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 It's almost like I can see a bubble that's growing and it's getting large too. It's glittering and it's kind of like shaking and it's moving toward me and you. And I can hear it as it's on its way and it's not about to stop. And by the time it gets to me and you, it's about to pop. And you're going to see all kind of things come your way. And you're going to see a raining of things coming and happening to you on that day. And you're going to see thing after thing after thing after thing after thing after thing after thing that I bring to you. Thing after thing after thing that you thought there was no longer ever be with you. I'm going to cause restorations to be able to happen to you in such a way that it's going to blow your mind. And I'm going to laugh at you too. I'm going to laugh though and enjoy it though. Because I'm going to be glad to see how it's happening to you. You're going to be like children watching candy fall from a pinata that was broke. This is what's about to happen to you. Praise God. And you're going to reach down and snatch up and pick up all the things that I brought to you. And receive the spoils of all the things that it is that I'm going to have returned to you. Things that were taken. Things that had your life shaken. That caused you thought that they were waving bye-bye and never see them again on another day. But listen to the words of the Lord thy God. And please hear what I have to say. And that's it. I'm bringing restoration your way. Many things that you've put aside. Hid inside and never looked back at again. Get ready for those things to come back to you in these days. They're about to come back again. Amen. Praise God. Anyway, God is telling us about a restoration that's coming to us. Praise God. And it's going to be a powerful thing. And we've been working more recently on the fact that there's a recovery and restoration of our health, too. Amen. Because what good is if we got all this stuff, but we can't even get up out of bed. Praise God. Hallelujah. So he wants restoration of health, too. Praise God. What good if we got new shoes if we can't even bend down to be able to tie them up without passing out? Praise God. Amen. It's a recovery of health, too. Praise God. Recovery of waistlines are going to be happening at this time. Hallelujah. That's that, too. <laughs> Amen. But you trust me, you're going to have something to do with that one. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But his strength he'll give you so that you can keep on doing them sit-ups. A one and a two and a tomorrow three and four. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> strength and, and focus. It's about to come your way so that you can get done what I said to do. So I got so much more. We've been learning also about a healing of bruises and broken hearts. Because the healing is not just the physical things, but it is also to mental things and things that have happened to me and you. Because some of us had things happen in our past that still are carried on in our life by me and you. Because we found out that these things caused a contusion to happen on me and you. It was an injury or blow that occurred below the surface. Well, on the surface, we look fine, but under that, we're not fine because we still carrying around the pain and the discouragement and the disappointment about what happened to us at a time. And we've been studying the word and finding out, praise God, that what happened to you wasn't all that what happened to you, because what happened to you only set up what Satan wanted to happen to you. Because when he caused that to happen to you, what he was really setting up was that a thought would be planted on the inside of you. So that once that thought is planted on the inside of you, he can control you with that thought for the rest of the days of your life. 
That's why you keep reliving it over and over again. That's why you keep being hindered by it and, and hampered by it and can't live the life that God wants you to live. It's because what he really wanted to get on the inside of you was something that would allow him to control you, to rule you and ruin you for the rest of the days of your life so that you can never be able to step up and live the life that God has in store for you. Can't accept the things that God will freely give to you. And, and, and even more importantly, can I step into the ministry that God had intended for you so that you won't be on the battlefield fulfilling God's will and be able to stop him from doing what he wills. But you'll be on the sidelines sitting over there grumbling and complaining or sitting over there shivering and, and straining, thinking that I can't move forward because of what happened to me way back when. Well, God said this is the time for me to be able to restore that to you, too, to be able to restore your life back to you, too. So he can get you out of being carnal minded and being spiritual minded and step into what God has in store for you. That yes, those things happen to you, praise God. And there was a day that they used to control you and not allow you to be able to enjoy the life that God had in store for you. But God, we found out that God says that you can resist the devil steadfastly in the faith. That we can resist him. We can stand against him. We can oppose him. We can resist him in the faith. Praise God. Why? Because this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. And even that Victory that's going to overcome the hurt and the harm that happened to me and you. That we still think about and relive over and over and over again. God said, I can solve that to you. Because God's word is the power of God unto salvation. We found out that that word salvation, it actually translates deliverance. That there's a a deliverance that God wants to do for you. Spiritually, it's already happened. Actually, it's time for it to happen. Spiritually, it already happened. But actually, it's time for it to happen. Because just because it's in the spirit world doesn't mean it's in the natural world. It has to be able to transpose from the spiritual world to the natural world through this object called faith. We have to believe what God has to say to me and you. We have to trust that what he said is true. And we have to trust it even while that thought is bombarding me and you. And remember that what God says is what's true, not what it is that this thought that Satan planted on the inside of me and you. Because Satan wanted to put a thought up on the inside of you that will block you and stop you, be a stronghold, and make sure you never step into the things that God has in store for you. And a thought that you wouldn't even think about, wouldn't even even concern yourself about because you would think it was your thought. But God said he's going to send a word to you which is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, which will pierce and divide us under the soul and the spirit and the bone and the marrow and will be a discerner of the thoughts and intents of your hearts. It'll be a discerner of the thoughts and intents of your heart, a critic operating as a judge to be able to tell you that thought's right, that thought's wrong. That thought is one I gave you. That thought you ought to get in the cost to get along. And, and it can be a, a sifter to you so it can sift through all those thoughts that you're thinking so that the ones that ain't supposed to be there can be thrown out and only ones that are supposed to be there can continue to move so that you can be able to do what God wants you to do, thinking about what you wanted to think. It'll expose the lies of the devil that he placed on the inside of you so that you can know what it is that God said and know what's true. It can sift through all these things and begin to be a filter that divides further the thoughts that are even in your head so that no longer will those strongholds be able to remain in your head. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. This is where we left off last time. This is where we'll begin. Praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. And by the way, it's good to see you today. Praise God. It's good to be seen in the house of God doing what we do. Learning more and more and more about the one that loves and wants to come through for me and you. We found out that our faith allows us to capture and control the thoughts that used to control and defeat me and you. And ensure that they never, ever, ever do it again. That the faith that God gives me and you, that's one through the word that he shares with me and you, will allow us to capture and control the thoughts they used to capture and control and defeat me and you. So that they never, ever, ever do it any longer again in our lives. So that we can step into the life that God has in store for me and you. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, we read, well, let's do 3 and come down to 5. 
It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. The flesh ain't your problem. So that means that the people that Satan used to be able to do what he did to you, that's not your problem. The, 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 the situation that happened in a natural world that occurred, that is not your problem. It is the spiritual effect that it has on you. That's the problem. For the, we walk, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. That ain't where our battle is, it's in the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of God. We found out that if we allow this word to do in our life that God's going to send to me and you, if we believe that that word is true and allow that truth to be able to go in and be able to find all the lies that are on the inside of me and you, it'll begin to pull down the strongholds of God that Satan has placed in the middle of our lives. We found out that that word pull down, pulling down means demolition, that there'll be a demolition that goes on in the middle of your, in the middle of your mind. Praise God. Well, God will send a word, beep, 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 send a wrecking ball, poosh, and it'll start tearing down the strongholds that are in your mind. So before you go reaching up in the heavenlies and want to pad quill down strongholds, bring your hand down here. They're right down here. And, 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 your, hand, and your hand can't do it anyway. Praise God. Because it ain't like you can reach in your head and get what the devil said. Praise God. You know, you can't do that. You got to use the word of God and let the word of God do it. The word of God will be the stormtrooper that will go inside of your head. And it will locate all those little barricades and the little things in the way that's, you know, causing you to not receive what God said. And it will bring it to extinction. We found out that last time. Just like dinosaurs are extinct, you don't see them no more. Just like dodo birds are extinct, you don't see them no more. It's the same way that those thoughts are going to be extinct. They're not going to be in your life no more. Those strongholds that Satan placed in you will be demolished because that's where the problem is. That's why you keep reliving again the thing that happened to you. And when those things are extinct, we found out that they can't hurt you no more. You never see anything on the news about a dinosaur biting a man. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why? Because they extinct. So they don't hurt nobody no more. And you don't hear nothing about a dodo bird confusing people with dodo things. Praise God. Not a, not no more because you don't see them no more. And those thoughts that used to hold you, bind you, hinder you, will no longer hold you, bind you, or hinder you and allow you to step into what God has in store for you. Why is that? Because you're casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now, when it's talking about imaginations, it's talking about computations and reasonings. Computations and reasonings. Because many of us, after something happened to us, we got to computing and we got to reasoning. We got to computing and we got to reasoning. Well, we started computing why this happened and computing how this shouldn't have never happened and computing and computing and stop your computing. Because those things, most of those computations are not based upon the word of God. Most of those computations are based upon the lies that Satan is feeding you as to why it happened. They ain't like you. You're a black man in America. You're a Hispanic man in America. You're an American in America. Praise God, huh? Nowadays, praise God, amen, praise God. <laughs> Leave it alone, Rodney, just keep moving. Praise God, amen. Computing and reasoning and stuff like that. The word computations means the results of computing or figuring. The results of computing or figuring. See, God didn't cause us to figure, but to follow. God never called us to figure. God calls us to follow. And that doesn't mean you doesn't give you a brain that you can think. But some of the things he already saw for you, so from that you don't have to think. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? God didn't call us to figure. He calls us to follow his word in faith. 
that whatever he said to me and you, we're supposed to trust that and believe it's true and then allow that word to do what it does for me and you. God desires our lives to be lived figure free. Well, we ain't got to be figuring, figuring about what happened to me and you. See, I figured that it happened like this. I figured that it happened because of this. I figured, no, stop you figuring because most of your figuring is probably wrong. Amen. Did you go to figure class? Did you go to figure class? You never took figure in school, did you? Praise God. So you really probably don't know how to figure. And so you're probably figuring wrong. And especially if you studied it long, because you study long. Oh, come on. Y'all know that. Right. Amen. You study long, you study wrong. And the more you've been thinking about it, you know you've been thinking about it for a long time. And probably all your thoughts are wrong. Because God is quick, word is quick and powerful. It'll come straight to the point. It'll tell you exactly what happened. So you're going to have to be figuring all the time. See, God has already figured out the problem for me and you. And he wants to share it with us. So by his word, so that we can know what's true. God has already figured out what to do to solve the problem for me and you too. That's why he's sending the word to you. Not just to expose the problem, but to eliminate the problem so it's no longer be a problem to you. So that all those computations and reasonings can no longer be what you're wasting your time doing when you start thinking about what happened to you rather than doing what you ought to be doing. That word reasoning right there is talking about the process of forming conclusions, judgments, or inferences from fact or premises. It is the process of forming conclusions, judgments, or inferences from facts or premises. But the problem with relying on most reasonings is that reasonings don't even require facts in order to come up to the conclusion that Satan wants you to come up to. Reasonings don't even require facts to come up to the conclusions that you, that, that you can come to the conclusion with. Reasons don't require reality to exist. All that reasoning requires is a thought. It doesn't require reality. You can think somebody is against you who loves you and is not against you. You can think somebody is out to get you who is actually trying to help you. But you'll fight them like that. Why? Because you don't have facts to match what you think. You just got a thought that coincides with what you think. And because you have a thought that coincides with what you think, you don't need facts to think it. Does that make sense to anybody in here? That's one of the reasons why you don't slow down, Jack, and be able to understand the facts. That's why God wants to give you his word so God can be able to share with you exactly what it really is so that you can deal with it from the premise of what it really is than what you figure it is and what you reason it to be. See, if any reasoning stands up against what God's word says or if any reason causes you to be able to remain hurt over what happened and didn't happen to you, to remain hurt over what happened and happened to you, or didn't happen to you? That reason is from the devil. It's not from God. If a thought is hurting you, it's not from God. If a thought is keeping you from moving forward into what God has in store for you, it's not God. Because God says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as our soul prosper. God says, I delight in the prosperity of my servant. God says, I, God wants these things to be able to happen for you. God wants you to have a good life. And so if anything is hindering you from being able to receive a good life, any figuring, any reasoning that came up that causes that to happen, that's not from God. It's from the devil. That's a reason enough to be able to ignore that reasoning, get rid of that reasoning. But see, the problem is, see, what happened was most of us can't ignore it. We're not mature enough to do that. No attack on anybody. It's just a reality. We're not mature enough to do that. That's one of the reasons why God sends his word. So it can be able to do what it needs to do to be able to make sure that you're no longer operating according to that thought you heard. He sent his word to be able to set you free from that thing that's on the inside of thee, that's trying to keep you from being able to step into the victory that God has already purchased for you. He wants to get rid of it for you. So you don't have to be wrestling with it, dealing with it, struggling with it. You ain't got to be going through all that no more. 
so that you can be able to rest in the fact that it's already been handled and you can go ahead and think like you ought to think and then move forward into what God has in store for you. Because the solution to your hurt and your harm is not going back and causing it to be changed. It's to change the thought that carried forward because of it. It's to change the thought that carried forward before it. Because it's the thought that's actually walking with you, not the hurt. The hurt already is over. You're being re-hurt by the thought. The thought is re-hurting you over and over again. So what we got to do is get rid of that thought that's hurting you. That's why it said, praise God, read it again, read it again. Verse 5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Imaginations and every high thing. Now, when it says high thing, that word high thing right there means an elevated thing. It means an elevated thing. So it's talking about anything that has elevated itself higher than it ought to be. Anything that has elevated itself higher than it ought to be, which means a thought might come to your mind about what happened to you at that time that will then try to elevate itself to a position other than what it should be. In fact, will even exalt itself to be as high, if not higher than the word of God to you to the point that you can't even function according to the word of God no more because this thing has elevated itself to a level that now it is superior to, higher than, and more important than what God said to you. I am, I'm, I'm trying to help up in here. Because sometimes you can find out the truth, but you will ignore the truth because of your feelings. You'll ignore the reality of what God said to you because of that thought that's already on the inside of you that will exalt itself to a position where it says, yeah, that might be true, but... I'm more important. And that thought will then take, take control and you'll agree with it and then you, it'll be more important. And because that thought now is more important than what God has said to you, it has now nullified the word of God in the middle of your life because now you're relying on and operating based upon what, the, what, you, what, what that thought is in you. It uh, exalts itself. Hallelujah. That word high thing also translates, this, you're like this, a barrier. It also translates a barrier. So the high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God becomes a barrier where Satan has placed and established a barrier in your mind to be able to keep you from living the good life that God has for you to live at this time. He's placed a barrier in your mind. It's an elevated thing because it desires to make itself higher and more important and of higher validity than the word of God in order to cause a barrier to occur where you cannot go any further than that barrier. And since it's a high thing, you can't get over it. That's why people keep telling you, just get over it, but you can't get over it. Why? Because of a high thing that's in your head. But God said, that's all right. Father and son construction company. Beep, beep, beep. It's about to come and bring that wrecking ball and knock that sucker down and get rid of it all so that you can see clearly what God has in store for you. Step over this rubble that used to stop you and move forward into what God has in store for you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. I love that. Praise God. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. Hopefully, you're coming to know our God is a God who's capable of causing a regaining of that which has been lost and or taken away in our lives. And more importantly, I hope you're becoming inspired to let God be a God who restores everything that has been lost and or taken away in our lives. He's willing and wanting to do it for all of us who are His. So come on, let's let Him do it for us since we're His. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. 
We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But you know, it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. I also want to say, Happy Memorials Day to all of you. This is a day that's set aside by our nation as a national holiday to remember those noble men and women who died in their military service to the United States of America, the greatest nation on earth. Memorial Day was actually born out of the Civil War and out of a desire to honor all the soldiers who made the ultimate sacrifice. It was originally called Decoration Day because people all over the nation would throw flowers and decorate the graves of the soldiers who died in defense of our country and our freedom. In fact, on the first Memorial Day, General James Garfield made a speech at Arlington National Cemetery. Then he and 5,000 participants honored each of the 20,000 Union and Confederate soldiers who were buried there by decorating their graves with flowers. They didn't discriminate between the Union and the Confederate soldiers because they saw them all as Americans. So, since honoring the military was the original purpose of Memorial Day, then please make it a point today to honor our military for their service to our country today too. And also, take some time to pray for the families of the fallen who made the greatest sacrifice that could ever be made. They gave their lives that others, including you and me, can be free. Although most of us got the chance to celebrate today with our loved ones, including family and friends, some families didn't have a father, a mother, a brother, a sister, or a grandparent to celebrate this holiday with because they were the heroes who sacrificed their lives so that we could be free. So take some time today to pray for those families too. Pray that God's peace, God's comfort, and God's love surround the families of the fallen on this Memorial Day, the day that we honor those heroes and the loved ones that they left behind. We praise God for them, and we appreciate the sacrifice they made for all of us. God bless them all. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.